0: Hello, everyone. Before we get the show started, the Psychosocial Podcast is not a replacement for therapy or mental health treatment. The conversation is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you find yourself needing professional help, seek treatment with a qualified therapist. Thank you. Now enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. So thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the Psychosocial Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about healing. Now, healing is a very powerful word. uh, You know, and for us as mental health professionals, that's part of our role, right? Supporting people on their journey, uh, whatever that may be. And today we're going to talk about How healing comes into play with that right because it it is very different for different people and we all experience it in different ways and through different outlets Uh, so therapy is not always going to be the only uh, opportunity or resource for healing but there's actually many 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 other ways Um,
1: um when i think of healing um well there's this meme that i saw a while back right where it's like two pictures and one picture is all like, this is what people think that healing is like. And this person's all like zen out, like meditating with their eyes closed and it looks all perfect <laughs> and nice. And then the next picture is like, but this is what I look like. And they're like, all griñudos. Yeah. Or she was all that, right? And like, You could tell she had been through like hell and back. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I look like.
0: (laughs) I I love that. Right. Because I think a lot of times you're right. When we are talking about healing, people have this almost like expectation or assumption that it's very clean and very um, almost like like we've reached another level, you know, like uh, when you think about like monks and you're kind of like, you know, we're in we're Zen, right? Everything is great. And the reality is that it's not like that at all, right? It can be really messy. Uh, you know, there's so much that comes into play when we're talking about processing things like trauma or going through depression or dealing with anxiety um, and how healing plays a role in that, right? Um, you know, I, I know for me as a Uh, therapist working here in the Bay Area a lot of my clients often say you know I don't want to feel this way anymore I want to be fixed right I want things to be better I don't want to live like this anymore and I often ask them you know what is what is your idea of better you know what would it look like when you talk about wanting to, to you know be fixed quote unquote right and and personally for my philosophy obviously i don't believe that anyone is broken or needs any fixing but clients come in that way right they're coming in with this intention to want to correct something and you know i think that that a uh, uh, healing is a very different perspective and a way to introduce that right to people um as as recovery right versus like fixing something because we're not machines right we don't need anyone to kind of go in and like Fix us. Um, But we do need love, support. We need people that are on our side. We need people that can help us grow um, and also process, right? A lot of the stuff that we've carried with us uh, through from our childhood, from historical trauma, from all these other things. And so I think that healing um, in that way is a very helpful term right, to use when we're talking about people going through, through this process of, of really um, wanting to find, uh, you know, the best version of themselves.
2: I love that. I love the whole concept of finding purpose and finding oneself, I think, right? And also um, being, becoming the, the best version of ourselves mm. because that is, pretty much what healing is is getting to know ourselves is getting to know who we are getting to know what we want what we don't want Mm -hmm. getting to understand our past experiences how they impact our current life our current relationships and how where we want to be yeah yeah
0: untangling a lot of that untangling there's so much
2: unlearning also Mm -hmm. unlearning a lot of the things that maybe you know patterns behaviors Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm perhaps have been toxic in our lives Mm -hmm. or have been dysfunctional, right? And also um, relearning, right? Relearning something new in in recreating, reimagining ourselves with this new narrative with who we want to be or who we want to become. I kind of see that as healing, right? And there are many forms and ways of getting that help or, Mm -hmm. or finding that support to To find ourselves,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I think with uh, you know something you said right now that really came up for me was the idea of how we do have different different outlets, right, to different pathways to healing. I know for myself, um, I remember doing Olympia, and it was something interesting because I, I, at that point in my life, you know, being a mental health professional, I had a therapist, and it, it was helping. But there was something that I felt I needed, uh, something more spiritual for myself, you know, part of my own exploration and, and really learning about myself. And I reached out because I, Liz actually recommended someone uh, that I went to go see, and we did Olympia, and it was so powerful. And it was something I had never experienced before. And I remember thinking in my head, like, if my mom hears me doing this, she's probably going to be like, brujeria, you know, or all this stuff. And, you know, just like these misconceptions, right, about cultural practices. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to tell her. And I went in there, and I, I, it was so powerful. I remember crying. I remember feeling all of these different things just coming out of me. Like, I, I didn't even know how to explain it. And I just remember leaving the place and looking out. It was already nighttime and just kind of feeling, like, at peace. Yeah
1: yeah there there's so many different like healing methods or modalities you know and you know i know that you know therapy is not always for everybody mm-hmm. and you exactly. know and that's yeah. okay and people you know depending on who you are and, and your authentic self and how you want to heal it's like you get to create that you know you get to it's like this is how like I want to heal or maybe you don't know how you how to heal you know or that's why um I you know I really believe that we're social creatures and we're we're meant to be in community and, and that's also part of how we can heal as well is being in community or like seeking like Luis was saying like those traditional um healing methods and you know sometimes we have trauma that's stored in our bodies and our muscles. Um, I remember um, my boyfriend, he's a Reiki practitioner, one, one of the things he does. And um, he did Reiki on me one day because I was feeling super anxious because of the fires in California and I was just feeling really overwhelmed. And And he like busted out the table and he did a Reiki session on me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we laugh about it because I was like, oh, my God, you did an exorcism. (laughs) I was just like, my body started shaking and I was just like, whoa, like my body was holding on to all of this, you know. And um, many times when, you know, I talk with people, it's like, you know, if your body starts to shake, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't stop that process because our bodies are innately they're intelligent they know how to heal so like you know when you're crying and your lower lip starts shaking like don't stop that process let let it you know go through it, like let it go, you know, because if you stop your body from shaking, then you're not going to be able to get rid of that trauma because Mm -hmm. animals do that in nature. If you see that, you know, like a deer was like chased by a bear or something and the deer was able to get away and the deer will literally shake it off. Yeah. You know, dogs Mm -hmm. and cats, they shake it off too, you know. So it's just like, let your body, your Mm -hmm. body knows, you know, and I think, too, it's like so important to slow down, which I'm also still learning to do that, Um, you know, slowing down and really listening to your body. And, you know, sometimes you will, you know, get messages from your body or, you know, just little things and be like, okay, maybe I need to slow down and and. But when you're like living your life so fast, I, I think it's harder to to listen mm-hmm. to your body and to see those messages. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's really hard. Thanks for naming that, because I mean, that's what trauma is. Trauma, what it does, it, it really stores in the body and it's like this ongoing reaction when we don't release it, it'll start recreating itself or like um, like when it continues, like when it's happening all the time. Right, where, when, when we are in this constant fight or flight, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or yeah. fight mode, that survival mode, that's what trauma does to our body, mm-hmm. right? So I think a lot about um, traditional healing practices mm-hmm. and, you know, and the thing about healing is that, as you mentioned, there are many modalities, different ways, different approaches um, and therapy is not for all, right? Um, it, it is helpful. Right. But it's also important to acknowledge, you know, our ancestors, the way that they Mm -hmm. they were healing, the way that they held nature and, you know, medicine and uh, plantitas and Mm -hmm. all of these things. And, you know, I think a a lot of the different um, even spirit, like spirituality, right, how important it is for to heal. Mm-hmm. right and it's going to be different for everyone but when we heal i think about different concepts mind body spirit yeah. right because these are all like different levels of of healing yeah right?
0: absolutely and, and what i love about that is that what you just said and i say this to my clients all the time too is you know our ancestors have been healing for thousands of years mm-hmm. i mean this wasn't this isn't something new right there were practices there were ceremonies there were dances there was music i mean there was so much that helped us heal and it still is very powerful today right this is something that was gifted that still continues to be passed down and you know cynthia like you said with therapy i absolutely want to advocate for it i think therapy is great i mean definitely connecting with someone right that is building community um obviously for us i know that we practice in a in a very different way mostly because it's it, I think we've come to the to the conclusion that Western perspectives are not always you know the most helpful for our people and so I think that there definitely you know speaks volumes to the need for connection yes. right the need for exploring alternatives the need for um, really helping folks, connect with themselves right in a deeper way than they've been able to and and what you were sharing about constantly being on the go that is a reality i mean we're pushed to that you know we've talked in other episodes about the need for survival and how sometimes that just becomes a constant and it's exhausting and i think that in that's in that kind of aspect you know when we're talking about healing it, it, it's not getting to a point where everything is perfect right because that's mm-hmm. not going to happen but it's about growing and being able to um, process some of these things yeah. so that we can continue to move forward and not feel like we're constantly in the um, survival mode, but we can thrive.
1: Um, yeah, and I think for me, like healing is like so magical. And for me, the way I see it is that when I'm able to heal, I'm not only healing myself, I'm supporting and healing my ancestors I'm supporting and healing the future seven generations. I am part of a community and so when I'm healing, my community heals as well. So the the way I see it is not not individualistic but the opposite. I see yeah. it very communal. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, when we're healing, it's uh it can be very messy, but it's for me it's also very magical and then at the end of the day it's just like how we've been talking about like you want to belong. Yeah. You want to be part of something. You also, like, you know, wanting to accept yourself and who you are. Yeah. And by constantly being told by society that we're not good enough, or you know, and yeah, yeah it's just like, you just want to feel good.
2: Of course, of course. Yeah. Thanks for naming that, because I also think, like, that us as mental health uh, professionals, like, you know, black, indigenous folks of color, like, this field is changing so much Mm -hmm. like we know right uh, after covid we've had to do teletherapy right had to do show up in many different ways our clients had to show up in many different ways but i think there's something changing and i think we are part of that change of that Mm -hmm. shift of this movement that you know we recognize that this western approach of Therapy how we were taught, you know, how you know through the educational system is not quite even serving for The clients for our clients, but even for us, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we need to honor Like we recognize that we're honoring our ancestors honoring our lineages honoring our experiences and who we are and We are, you know, recreating or reimagining this field and even integrating other approaches right that are supportive of healing you know, for our clients.
0: Yeah, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know, I I think that's where it, it gets a little bit um, hard sometimes for a lot of folks because w- we talk about healing and like we were saying at the beginning, this this expectation of something magical, right, almost happening. And it is in a lot of ways, but at, at the same time it, it is painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. It is it it's is painful. work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've seen folks who come to see me and they say, you know, why does it feel like i'm making progress but i also feel like it it doesn't feel good yeah and i and you know we're talking about setting limits and boundaries with family we're talking about leaving toxic situations we're talking about changing behaviors that they changing don't feel patterns. great at the beginning right because yeah. we're we're functioning under years and years and years of already established behaviors emotional responses and then we come in and it's like we're changing it and our environment is not always welcoming to it exactly. right especially yeah. when it's healthy because you know some pe- people don't You'll want... get a
1: backlash on it yeah people yeah. don't you
0: know and it's the backlash and i think that's that's one of the toughest spots for me is sitting with clients and saying you know let's sit through this it's painful i get it and there it, it, it is grief yeah and it's there and we can't. This is the part of the healing process we can't escape, right? We can't yeah. not go through this, um, and so it's also you know part of that journey, right? Being yeah. being someone to hold hands with, right? So it doesn't feel like a lonely process, and um, yeah. you know it, it. Yeah, it is magical in that way, but also I think I just wanted to highlight that it's not always pretty.
1: Exactly. Oh, most definitely, it's very. It can be very messy, and it's definitely very hard. Yeah. And I think one of the things um, that I would one of the things that um, if anyone's like, you know, for folks that are listening right now is like a takeaway is that sometimes you're going to feel worse (laughs) before you start to start to feel better. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, like Luis was saying, like, you know, all of these different changes and sometimes people might not be so welcoming and. And, you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of uh, practice mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, you might feel like you take this one step forward and then two or three steps back, you yeah. know, yeah. and yeah. it's definitely messy and can be really, yeah. really hard. Yeah,
2: I, I, I totally agree. And it is, you know, healing is non nonlinear. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, I, I want to also speak to the fact that kind of like Luis was mentioning that we don't always have to be healing. Right? Like we can just rest. We can just give ourselves grace. We can embody joy and love, right? Love for our communities, for others, for ourselves. And we don't have to always be healing. Like Mm -hmm. we can just be.
1: Yeah. yes thank you, know? you. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. be <laughs>
0: and it's a life journey i mean it's not it's something that we, we're we not solving a problem i think that's the biggest takeaway yeah. right that we're not you're not a problem to be solved you're not there's no solution to you you are complex like the stars like the universe <laughs> you know you're we're all of these things and we're there's no easy solution for us and there's no one solution so i, I absolutely agree with both of you i think that we need to check in with ourselves, we need to figure out where we're at, what feels good for us. Healing is a process, it takes steps, it's constantly happening. And you know, one of the things that you mentioned, Cynthia, I just wanna go back to it really quick, was about those reactions, right? That sometimes people are not gonna react in positive ways. And I know yeah. that that's one of the most painful responses yes. that happens a lot of times when we're doing the work and trying to find um, you know, healthier habits. But we also have to remind ourselves that there's a reason why these things work, right? We're trying to establish more authentic relationships and experiences with people, right? That's why we have to be able to um, go through this process so that we can start to practice that self-love for ourselves, start to practice that self-respect for ourselves, giving ourselves the opportunity to honor ourselves. And I think that that's super important, right, for us to be able to really enjoy life and for us to thrive. And for us to be our most authentic selves, we need to really give ourselves that space and that time. And that includes setting boundaries and limits so that we have relationships that, you know, that are giving us what we need and that we can give back as well.
2: I love that. Healing is a lifelong journey. It's a self-love journey. And it's a process, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I just kind of want to go back really quick to what Cynthia was saying as far as, um, we, cause we live in this capitalistic society where, um, we're always being told that we got to be doing or producing, um, things, you know, and how I, I just really love the fact how you were saying that we don't, you don't always have to be healing. You could just be who you are and just chill or relax, you know? And I, again, I think it's just like slowing down and listening to your body and what your body needs, um. I think it's so so important because then that's how we get sick sometimes, right? Because oh, yeah. we're going, 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 Pushing not drinking because, enough water, yeah. not eating at the times you're supposed to, or sacrificing
0: our self care. Yeah, for other totally. You know, you exactly. know, or
1: having like good like sleep hygiene, you know, things like that. So just really slowing down and. Um, and listening to your body this morning, I was in a rush and I fell. <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> I stubbed my oh toe my so many times on furniture. Because, and you know what? At the end, I'm like, oh, my God, everyone else was late. And here I was rushing. And so I tell myself, yeah, I, I thank you for saying that because I think we do. We're almost so out of body and yeah. mind yes, so exactly. many times. That we're we're just so like,
2: disconnected sometimes that it takes slowing down, breathing, listening to what what we need in the moment Mm -hmm. and, um, honoring ourselves and recognizing that, yes, there are going to be societal expectations and expectations from work and expectations from people. But when we tune into what we need and what we want and how we honor ourselves in the moment, Mm -hmm. it's like, we can show up unapologetically and authentically Mm -hmm. and still, you know, say, I'm sorry, I'm late, but you know, like (laughs) (laughs) things happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and still, you know, be able to um, still be able to to not take ourselves out of that. Right. Because what you just shared right now, like, you know, we do have responsibilities. Of course, we have work, we have family, but we also shouldn't exclude ourselves. We are part of that. Yes. You know, and it, without without us really engaging in the self-care, in the boundaries and the limits and all of these things, then we are just giving, giving, giving and we're not we don't have a limited energy we're not robots you know yeah you That's can't just, give from an empty cup exactly uh, 100% exactly. yeah exactly you want
1: to give from your overflow
0: yes exactly so you know just have that takeaway from us today you know really focus and check in with yourselves, where you're at pay attention to your body remind yourself you don't have to constantly be healing or doing the work you can take breaks you can enjoy the work that you've done so far and uh, thank you everyone again for joining us for this episode
1: same I- we oui, then. Alrighty then. Bye. Bye.